welcome to Looking Back at All Is History with the Bunyip. And today we're reading from Wednesday, November the 29th, 2023. And I'm here with Kay. Hi, Kay. Hello, Jeanette. And did you, you may not have noticed in last week's Bunyip that the journalist who always compiled the Looking Back and which she loved doing very, very much has left the bunyip, so she's moved on. So it'll be interesting to know how it evolves from here and whether there'll be a slightly different tone or the way it's put together. And she did a really good job. She did an excellent job. Anyway, yes, yes, so there may be a change over the coming weeks. Hmm. Okay, well, I hope they... Whoever does it can keep up the standard because oh, it's been very good. It's a lo- It's a yeah. great little column and it we is. always enjoy reading it. We do. And before I kick off, I'll just mention once again that we're down in the Heritage Centre. Yes. In the basement of the Gawler Civic Centre. And Les and Jill are busy working away over there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Les, Les Waves, they're right. just entering up books and information in the computer system called eHive which can actually be accessed by people anywhere in the world okay. and they actually get a, a snapshot look at the, the items that are yeah. in, in the yeah. collection so mm, they yeah. know that it's here and we try to include as much detail as we can because I'm one of the volunteers and I'm mm. eHiving those six big drawers of wow. documentation yes. it's taken me four months to do two drawers I should finish it's it one today yeah. but it is very rewarding work mm. because you come across some really really unique yes, things it would be interesting. Yeah. yeah so one of the things i've just come across about a quarter of an hour ago just before you came mm. in was a black and white photograph of the gawler council and the main the key staff from 1905 now i know that they haven't got a complete collection of the photos of all the, mm, yeah. the council so to come across one yes. from 1905 yeah. is just amazing that would have councillor lynch in it michael lynch would be in that 1905 yes i think so do you Who's know what possible? he looks like because he no, can help me no, with the no, caption be, oh no it's not labeled <laughs> i'd love to know he's got right it's not oh right okay oh really yes that's, that's well there you go this is it this is what we do it for we're yes. doing it so yeah. that you can actually eventually mm. look at that and say yeah. that's what the man looked like who mm. built our house yeah yeah Anyway, we don't, I digress. So, I'll kick off with 150 years ago, Gawler Institute. How that? <laughs> <laughs> As we sit underneath the Gawler Institute. Yes. The opening of the chemistry class in connection with the Institute took place on Tuesday evening when Mr P. Georgeson gave his opening lecture to a limited audience. He began with a history from the earliest records of the alchemists of Tubal-Cain and Moses down to the time of Black and Lavoisier. In the present day. Afterwards, he gave some striking examples of chemical combination and decomposition and stated that he intended beginning the proper work of the class next lecture night when he would treat of oxygen. That is the actual wording there. When he would treat of oxygen. Yes. Well, I hope there's lots of oxygen. <laughs> yes, well, anyway, good heavens. But this and decomposition. Show, yeah, the intellectual ferment of the time. Yes. Like there really was this push to teach science to understand science yeah. even if their understanding may be a bit questionable so even 150 standard. years ago of course that's before Marie Curie and yes. it's before penicillin yes. it's before all those things we take yes. so much for granted yes. they were fumbling in the dark they were but they were making progress which Massive is what progress, we all yeah. need to keep doing don't we yes and I think we tend to take things for granted now and not push well, we as do. much we do yeah but also, you know, this shows public interest in science, that yeah. this would be open to the public. This is pushing yeah. 
knowledge into the public. Yes, yeah. because we didn't have YouTube, we didn't have no. TV, because so much yeah. of what we learn now is through uh, the map. Well, we would have had National Geographic, I think, about then or soon after, but it was those mass yes. teachings and yes. people couldn't get to university, so they yeah. get or to watch lectures documentaries, or watch and documentaries. Yeah. 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 So oh, brilliant. Like the documentaries of the time, I guess. Yes, yes, that's true. Anyway, yeah. right, 100 years ago, Gawler's Old Houses. Thorops Lane, or under the more general patronomic of Soapsuds Alley, which connects High Street with Murray Street, has always been a difficult problem for the council to grapple with, principally on account of the old, closely packed tenements butting and the flatness of the area making drainage difficult. A further complaint having been made of the unsatisfactory state of the lane, the council authorised an inspection by the health officer and on Monday evening the report was dealt with. So, so High Street, Murray Street, where was that? Sorops Lane, where was it that? It could be the lane between the PA and the restaurant next door. There's a, that was an oh, open lane lane. And it had houses. Mm. Oh, maybe Tenements are butting. Yeah. So maybe the PA maybe on the other side. Yes. Where behind the shops thing. are. Yeah, behind the shops. I wouldn't be down here. No, it because could this. Be. It's possible it's I must look that up here. now. Hmm. Find out where Thorops Lane was. Yeah. How interesting. Well, 50 years ago, right hand turns ban, question mark. Gawler Town Council's Traffic Committee will investigate the advisability of banning right hand turns in Murray Street. Councillor J.W. Matthew, supported by Councillor J.R. Ashcroft, successfully proposed this investigation at last week's council meeting. Councillor Matthews said the need to overcome the problem had been brought to light with the recent opening of the Foodland supermarket. So that would be, assumably, from Todd Street. Todd Street, right. yeah. Well, we Which, still turn right there, and they were talking yes. about it 50 years ago. Yes, yeah. But they've redesigned, so there's no longer any parking mm. on the site, so mm. cars can slip around. I yes. think that was a big hold up there. Yeah. And it is a very narrow turn when you're coming from the With south. Very low visibility. Yeah, too. yeah, and you're always oh, stopping for pedestrians mm. when you, I turn into yeah. there. Mm. And the only other one is the next one along at Jacob Street, which is now you know, basically an access to Woolworths. Mm. And, of course, Finner Street, that was closed years ago. You can't go in there. You can come out, but you can't mm. go in. All these little laneways. Gaul is changing. And, yeah, oh, yeah. So, 25 years ago, I love this headline, Stench Warfare. (laughs) Anyone who has ever lived within the smelling distance of a mushroom farm will understand the concerns of David and Glenda Batty when they discovered such an operation being established next to their home. Last year, they purchased and moved into the famous Buckland Park homestead off the Port Gawler Road on the lower reaches of the Gawler River. But the putrid stench of the composting operation of the farm on the neighbouring block has devastated their lifestyle. Yeah, I remember that happening. Okay, we will move on to 10 years ago. Finally, intersection opens. After more than a year of roadworks and months of traffic delays, the Tiver slash Main North Road slash Gordon Roads intersection will be officially opened on this Friday. A two-stage pedestrian crossing, footpaths, a new service road and lighting have formed part of the $13 million upgrade, which turned the Tiver Road and Main North Road T-junction into a four-way signalised intersection with a newly constructed 
Gordon Road, which I assume is the road that leads nowhere. <laughs> So no, it's a four-lane road that goes nowhere. Yes, I yes. think someone had it in the back of their mind that they're going to open it up for yes, and it hasn't happened for uh, housing so, because yeah. it's green belt. But I think mm. they were hopeful that this might yes. just sort of be a toe in the water. Yes. Yeah, so let's hope it remains just a toe. Yes, in the water absolutely. Very precious about our green belt. Absolutely, it's gradually disappearing. Well, that's yeah. it. It is it until next week, Kate. Until then, Jeanette. We'll see you then. Ta-da. Life